Hello, 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 ladies. What's up? This is episode 16, Boston Coffee Talk with your girl, Muffy. How are all my ladies doing? I am so happy to be on episode 16 with you ladies and all my lady followers. I love you all so much. I am so happy that I can provide anything I can provide to you, for you, from me, to you, in your car, at home, in your earbuds, while you're cleaning the house, etc., etc., I am so humble and grateful to have you ladies on here. Um, you know, I look at the the stacks and I look at the grid and um, I see, you know, how many um, ladies watch what episodes and and all that greatness. And I am just so happy to be here on this platform and to be able to to you know, give you my experience, my thoughts and wisdom on things that I have either experienced or am experiencing or things that are going on in life, right? Because this is all about women empowerment and uh, women's movement alone, you know, and that's a huge, huge topic with me. And this is what I've been striving for since before I started this, I always wanted it to be women empowerment, a huge women movement for women only. I understand that guys do tune in and that is okay. It is. But at the end of the day, this is a woman's podcast. And this is where we get to come and listen. Because like I said, I do do my part in asking other women how they feel before I come on here with a topic. So today we're going to be talking about trans women and them competing in biological women sports and etc. Now, if you're feeling a type of way about this, which my audience, I know they are going to expect anything from me. This is a women's movement, a biological women's movement. Okay. So we're about the facts here on this one, not the feelings. Okay. So this is facts, ladies. All right. And we're going to get to it. So now... I know a lot of my ladies. Now, there is not one lady that I have spoken to that does not agree with what is going on today with trans women being allowed to compete in biological women's sports. Now, we have our own movement as women. We have started this movement in the 60s, 70s, you know, and this is our movement. This is us. Why do, now I have to say this in the best care that I can, because I feel so strongly about us women, you know, us women coming together as one alone. Never mind us, you know, welcoming 
trans women, which they're more than welcome. But you know what? No, no. They have their own movement, the LGBT plus community. That's their movement. This is our movement. And I, let me tell you, I am more than okay with whatever people want to do with their life. It's not my life. You're not paying my bills. You're not, you know what I'm saying? So you can do whatever, but we're talking facts here. This is our, this is our right, right? They have their movement. Anyways, let's get into it a little bit more. Okay, so there is some things going on in the UFC world, right? Where a trans man, a trans woman, I'm sorry, a trans woman named Fallon, who I believe transitioned, um, I'm not too sure when he transitioned, but Needless to say, he's in a UFC rank, you know, an octagon, a ring, I mean, not a rank, a ring, with biological women. We're talking the UFC ladies, okay, where punches are being thrown, knees to the face, like, oh my God, ladies, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube and look it up. So Fallon, the transgender woman, um, stepped into the ring with two different women, fractured both their skulls. Now, if you see the pictures, they're horrifying, horrifying. So then she um, ended up fighting a third woman. The third woman won. The biological woman ended up winning against Fallon. But let me tell you something, ladies. You got to Google this UFC fight. It is horrible. I don't, I was watching it and I don't even know how the biological woman won. I do though know. She did a lot of body movements and, you know, got Fallon, the trans woman, tired. But when Fallon was throwing those punches to that biological UFC fight of woman, those punches were so severe to the face and the knee, I could feel it. I was like going into PTSD right there. Not that like, you know, you know, it's nobody's business like what I've been through in life. But yes, I've been put, my hands have been put on by guys, etc. whatever. So I felt so strongly watching this and I just couldn't believe what I was, what I was watching. Those punches that were being connected by Fallon, the trans woman, were so powerful and strong. I just, I wanted, I was crawling out of my skin. And this woman, the biological woman, was fighting so hard. You could see it was taking everything she had in her. To, to body, to put her whole body in it, her whole, bo her whole body had to go on top of this man. I mean, this biological man that is a trans woman. And she tied out the trans woman. And then once she got on top of her, you know, excessively punched her, whatever, and won. But ladies, I can't tell you how inappropriate and how 
inhumane this is. We as women have come so far, especially with domestic violence alone. I mean, this is just so unacceptable. Ladies, you have to see the fight. You have to. And I know a lot of my women, they're like, Muffy, I don't approve. I don't approve. So then, okay, so after the fight, um, the biological woman that won, she um, she was interviewed. And um, she said it. She goes, she had an advantage. She had an advantage. They should have a special part for them in the UFC or in, you know, women's sports period, just for them. And this was what that UFC fighter said. Okay. Now let's get to the science. You're born a male. You have, it's, it's science. It's the science. It's scientifically proven that males are born with certain things that women can't that women cannot achieve. It's just, it's biology. It's science, ladies. I know for me an experience that with a man, I will never win a fight. I'm sorry. Yeah, me, all right. A physical fight? No, I'm sorry. I have been... I have been in situations with all different walks of life, all different walks of men. And there is no way. And even if men have, you know, certain, it just, they, they are stronger, period, the end. It's been, it's been facts, facts over facts for years. And, you know, I got into a little bit of, um, a debate, I guess you could say, or disagreement with two other women who apparently live under a rock, <laughs> so to speak, because this topic came up and um, one woman was like, well, my brother has Crohn's disease and he weighs 100 pounds. You think he could beat you up, Muffy? And it's like, all right, hold the phone there, right there. Hold the phone, honey. Because if you watch TikTok videos and you watch YouTube, there are men out there that have like certain diseases that do weigh 100 pounds that do lift weights and do do stuff. So men do have certain advantages. I'm sorry. Okay, so he was born with the disease of Crohn's and he's 100 pounds. But if he was training in something, he could do it. Do you know what I'm saying, ladies? Like, okay, so then that. But then she's talking apples and oranges there too because if he's that sick, why would he fight a woman? Okay, so then this other girl. Oh, well, you don't know how these trans women feel and it's not our this and that to say how they feel and blah, blah, blah. I was like, bitch, it's facts, not feelings at this point. It's about saving our biological women. It's about our women's rights. We have come so far and now, like, we as women have our own women's sports. We just were able to fuck. We just started fucking voting, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, ladies, like, and then we get our women's sports. And now, 
men can infiltrate in on that because they want to they want to be a woman that's fine if you want to be a woman that's fine if you want to be a guy but biologically you weren't born that way so there should be special sports where you can do that stuff so I, I went on to telling these women that I got into a little heated argument. Wouldn't really call it, a, call it a debate or anything like that. So I got into it a little bit. And as I'm listening to one that is from a hole in the earth and from New Jersey um, and then lives in Florida now and by herself and whatever. And the other one's from Canada somewhere and they're on complete lockdown and you know, I know a little bit of background on them for what they tell me. And from what I've experienced in life and from what they've experienced, they live under a fucking rock. Because I went on to tell them about all my experiences and how everything went on. And they're like, well, I'm sorry that you've gotten hurt by men. And I'm, that should have never happened to you. I'm no motherfucking victim. I will never victimize myself. Ever. No man will ever make me feel like a victim and no man should ever make you ladies feel like a victim. Okay. So what happened to me happened to me, no matter what has happened to me in the past and no matter everything that I have seen that's happened to other women way worse off than me. Maybe it's because of where I live in Boston. I don't know. My culture, like I talk about with you ladies on the other episodes. I don't know. But these other women, I just feel like they came from underneath the rock and they need to fucking shed their light on themselves. So that was an argument about that. And then the UFC thing um, really perturbed me. Now let's go on to her name is Gabrielle. Biologically a man, born Robert, ex-Navy soldier, declared himself a woman in his 40s. 50 years old, measuring measuring in at 6 feet 8 inches tall, weighing in at 220 pounds, and covered in naval tattoos. He's a Navy, he's a Navy SEAL veteran. Okay? Well, now Gabrielle caused a huge feeling when she made her college basketball debut for Santa Clara, California Community College, playing in a woman's league. O.M. motherfucking G. Now, let me just tell you, if you ladies haven't seen this, Google it. Her name is Gabrielle Ludwig, and you will see her, the trans woman, 6'8", with all Navy SEAL tattoos up and down the legs and the arms, 50 years old, at a community college in California, mind you, with young women, 18 to 24. These women are so young. And in one photo... This Gabrielle jump into the hoop. She don't need to jump. All she's got to do is step and the ball goes in. 
Now, if you see these pictures, these two women that were trying to stop her from, you know, trying to stop the trans woman from the ball going in the net. Oh my God. These women would jump in. They couldn't even touch the, her elbow. That's how much of an advantage this trans woman had that these two younger women tried jumping to stop the ball. And the six, eight woman trans woman jumped and just without a care in the world dunked that ball. These other women didn't, these biological women didn't stand a chance. And they're 18 to 24. Like you can just clearly tell that these women are young. And it's a community college at that. What are we trying, what is the tone we're trying to set for our younger generation? What, this is, I know it seems cool for the younger generation and that's it, but they don't know how hard our grandmothers worked, how hard our great grandmothers worked, how hard our mothers have worked to get to where we are, how hard we have worked to get to where we are today. Like they need to bring back history for women. They need to bring back the movement from the seventies and how powerful it was. I mean, and how we gotten so far. I mean, this is just disgusting for us, for us women, we have a movement, we have something to stand for. And I believe, I don't know why these women aren't on strike. I'm not saying we're biological women. Yes, we will support them, but they have their own movement that they get support in. Why do they have to come into our movement? This is for us ladies. This is a biological woman, no men, nothing. This is for us. These sports and these certain things were made for us and us alone. So now a lot of women that I speak with, they totally agree, totally. And they totally know that men are stronger than women, period, the end. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay, you may, one out of a million, you might be able to beat up. And then one girl told me, um, oh, it was pretty funny in the seventh grade. This girl kicked the shit out of... Um, this boy and he was he was just so and he was just you know he got he got the shit kicked out of him i said honestly girl i said he probably was shocked a girl stood up for herself but at the end of the day he could have took one shot to her face and knocked her out cold he let her have that in junior high just saying and she's like, you know what? You're probably right. Probably no. I'm a hundred percent checkmate on that one, you know. And um, it is just this is just what we're dealing with today. And I, I just can't believe it because what exactly are the credentials, ladies, to like, for instance, the the male hurdler. Um, you know, he does the hurdles or whatever, that, that sport. And um, he changed his name to CC in 2018 and now is number one with the hurdles. Um, dominated women's 
you know, that, that sport just dominated it. I mean, so now like you can just say to say and just dominate women's sports and diminish us as women. This is insane, ladies. Okay, let me just get, get on to another um, another one. A New, New Zealand transgender weightlifter, Laurel, wins two gold medals, breaking all women's records in world champions. Laurel was, Laurel was born a man, Gavin, measuring at 1.8 mm, milliliters, something like I don't know what that really is. Uh, maybe that's the waist or something. I don't know. But six feet, one inch tall and did not start the transition until 2012 when he was already 34 years old and dominated the weightlifting in New Zealand. And ladies, if you see these trans women, I mean, they're dudes. We're literally up against dudes. Like we are. We're up against biological men. I want to know and need to know who sets these guidelines for women's sports. Who sets them? What are the criterias? And what is going on? This is insane. You know, I come on here to speak for us women. I mean, I don't have to speak for all you ladies. I understand that not everybody's going to see eye to eye with me. But on this one, I know majority rules. I know my ladies. I have talked about this now for weeks with many. And they all say the same. There should be a special pot for them. And there should be. And there is a special movement for them. The LGBT plus community. They're in there. They added the T for transgender and plus. And, you know, I don't have much time left, but the bathroom situation too, ladies, the bathroom situation is just, come on. I mean, it works both ways, you know, because we know ladies like now it's neutral, right? It's going to be trans neutral. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be gender neutral. So now us women that have boys, okay, that use the, use the rum, use the, the whatever, the unisex rum now, the unisex bathroom. What, we know how women like to call, you know, some women like to say, like, like to give guys ideas or not. Like, what about our boys? Like, what if they get accused of something in that bathroom that they didn't do? Never mind, I never mind the young women with with men in there. I mean, w like that's that's a whole new ball game, but what about the boys? What about the women who you know, make things up like we know they do or make a move on a man like you don't know this world is crazy. We, we know this world's crazy, right? So it works for both male and female in this situation it doesn't work actually both a neutral neutral bathrooms because it could go against the male and it could go against the female the female can be can be um harassed in there or the male can be can be accused of things it's a two-way street here ladies with that situation as well but this is the topic that i wanted to talk about today because 
I wanted to get shed some light on this and shed some light on what is going on and how rapidly America and all around the world is going mad and we're losing our simple morals and our simple things that we grew up on. You know, like we were biologically born the way we were born. Okay, you want to think differently, that's fine. But the credentials still stand. Do you think that a trans man, who want, a woman who wants to become a man, is going to step in a UFC ring with, a, with Conor McGregor? I think not, ladies. I think not. <laughs> but I think us as women need to take a stand and the women, we need to, we need to go out there and we need to really rally up and say, no, we're not walking in this UFC octagon with, with a trans woman. No, we are not going to go do these hurdles against these trans women. No, we want to make a stand. We want our women's rights back. We need to take a stand with this because this is passionate for me. This is passionate for a lot of women and it can bring a lot of bad shit up for us. We have come so far. I mean, come on, ladies, like we're trying to, you know, we're trying to just exist with men, you know, and I say it all the time. If I had physical balls, I would rule the world, but I don't. So I have invincible ones and I am able to come on a platform like this and speak as if so I can, but I know I'm not a man. And I say this all the time and you ladies will hear me say this repeatedly. I'm not a man. I'm not. So I have to, as a woman, step forth and forward in my society and prove and claim my position as a woman and make steps forward as a biological woman to do so in society today because we're still not recognized like i told you ladies we're still not equal to men so if we're still not equal to men as you can see the irony here the men trying to dominate our sports and yeah, I understand their feelings and all that shit. But right now, step your feelings out of this box because our livelihoods are at stake here. Our names as biological women, we need to take a step forward with this and say, all right, enough's a fuck enough here. I, I support everything in everybody. Yeah, you do you. But let me tell you something. I'm not stepping in no motherfucking octagon with a trans, a trans woman. Not happening because a trans man wouldn't step in an octagon with fucking Conor McGregor. Just saying. And I just, I just, I'm flabbergasted. I really am because everybody's like, Muffy, you got to go on the podcast and talk about this. You have to. It's not right. And I said, I know, but we need to take a stand. We need to. We can't be proving ourselves against men, which in time and time again has proven that physically we cannot compete like them. And I'm not trying to put us down, ladies. It's just scientifically proven that we cannot compete with them in that way.
The Army had to drop down their credentials for us. I mean, do some research, ladies. I do my research, and I come on here to tell you, ladies. So, like, I'm on, like, I'm on all these social media outlets, and I see all these things from TikTok and everything. And I am just in the pictures that I've seen of that that trans woman Fallon and the two fractured skulls of these women. And these women look like tough bastards, too. I see that. You got to look it up on YouTube, ladies. Watch it for yourself. It's horrifying and it's scary. And what are we teaching our little children, our little girls of the future, our little women of the future? It's okay to walk in an octagon. It's okay to walk in a woman's sport and see that a biological man can say he's a woman now and play and dominate our sports. That's not okay for our little girls of the future. That's not okay for my women who have little girls or my nieces or my cousin little girls. It is not okay. And they're trying to teach our little girls, our little females, that yes, trans neutral, it's okay. It's not okay because this is where society gets fucked up and where our little women will get fucked up in their heads and think it's okay to get beat up. Or it's okay to do this. It's okay. No, because we know it's not okay. Okay, I got a couple of seconds left. I'm sorry. I know this was a little bit of a heated discussion that probably deserves more airtime. But I need to wrap it up, ladies. Um, give some food for thought on this. I've already talked to multiple women on it. And they said, Muffy, get on that podcast and speak it. Do it. We need to be heard. And... I'm trying to make us be heard, ladies. This is our movement. They have their own. Us biological women are still trying to step forward in this society today. I love you all. You all are beautiful inside and out. Thank you for tuning into episode 16.